Gemara Sukadaf Memtet Masechet was dedicated Latzlachat Shemuel ben Yehudit Umishpachto. We're beginning today's daf on Memchet Amud Bet, and we're starting a few lines from the bottom. Tarul Banam Maaseh Besuduki Yehat She Nisech Agaber Raglav. So remember, we learned in yesterday's daf in the Mishnah that there was a seduki that instead of pouring the water on the Mizbeah, where he's supposed to, or during Sukkot, they don't believe in it. So he poured the water on the floor, on his legs. And the people, as they protest, they stoned him with the etrogim, that she says also rocks, they threw at him as well. And as a result, some of the rocks hit the corner of the Mizbeah. And as a result, it caused it to become chipped. Now the Torah says that the Mizbeach has to be perfect. The rocks have to be complete and the Kiranot have to be complete so there's a complete, perfect square around the Mizbeach. At that point, the Mizbeach becomes invalid once the Keren becomes uh, Pagum and becomes Chaser, when it's deficient. So what did they do? Ve'vi'u bul shel melach ustamuhu. A fistful of salt and this to plug up the hole. Not that it would make it kosher. The only way to make it kosher is to actually rebuild it properly. However, they did it as a temporary. Not because by filling it up, it's going to make the mizbeah fit for avodah. So it shouldn't look deficient. So at least from the eye, it looks that it's uh, complete. That's a uh, kavod. Not to look to see the mizbeah has shalom that is uh, that is broken. So if you look at the dashi, <coughs> two lines from the bottom. Nifkema. <laughs> so that she's fixing something over here. That she's saying mistama and etrog cannot break the kid and etrog is soft. So therefore, that she learns they must have also thrown rocks. Bullshell melach meloigrof. That's the main thing over here. She called For the Mizbeach to be kasher, it needs a ramp, it needs the Kedanot, which is the corners, it needs a Yesod, which is the foundation, the base. Ribua, it needs to be completely, perfectly squared as best as can be. If it's not, it's pasula avoda. Even the sovev, which is that one ama ridge that came out of the side of the mizbeah, that came would walk around, also that is me'akev. Now we have a lot of rashis over here. Let's tap, tap rashis. Shekol mizbeah. Right, the Gemara just giving you the reason why when the Keren is uh, broken, why the Mizbeah is not going to be Keshe. Now she's going to explain to you. Keren, right, that's the first Amma that goes in to the Mizbeah. Right, 
והכי משמע המזבח, זהו המזבח העשוי כן. Right, and all these things that says the word ha-mizbeah, which sounds like for the mizbeah to be considered a mizbeah, you need to have these items. That's the front of the mizbeah. Good, so all these things have one thing in common. They will have the word Hamizbeah written by it, and that teaches us that it's Ma'akib. Rabbi Yoseb, Rabbi Yudah, Omer, Apa Sovev. That's the ridge that comes out of the Mizbeah, which is indentation that goes into the Mizbeah, actually, and the Quran walks around it. Right, so it's a ma'lokit if the hamizbeah that's written by the karkov, which is the sovev, is the karkov or is it the kiyor? Okay, now we discuss where did they pour this water? They poured it on the mizbeah, right? In those bowls that we talked about yesterday, where they were made out of limestone or whether they were made out of silver. And the point is what? They would have a funnel on the bottom, like, like a nostril, it said. And that went into a, a spout into the Mizbeah at Sama. Where did, where did it actually go? Where did, it, where did it end up? So we learned that it went into this uh, spout or this area that's called <coughs> the Shittim. The Shittim are like these pipes that are on the Mizbeah, and it ends up bringing it back to underground, all the way to the Tehom, really to the depths of the, uh, of the earth. So, Amar Rabbah, Barbar Hanam, Barbar Hanan, Shittim, Mesheshit Yemeh Bereshit, Nibre'u. Wow, so these shitin, this is the, the pipes that were, where, the, where the water goes down, they were already created by HaKadosh Baruch Hu as Shit during the creation. Now the Yerech is like the thigh, which is something that normally is hidden. It's like a tachshit, it's like a piece of jewelry. It's created by a craftsman. What is this item that's hidden, like the thigh? It's referring to the shitin, that are at the yerech mizbeah. They're the thigh of the mizbeah, they're the bottom of the mizbeah, the part that you can't see. What are they like? They're hollow. <coughs> like a hollow pipe, a tube. goes all the way down to the tehom. To the tehom is to the bottom of the earth. Maaseh de Oman, and who's the Oman? Zu Maaseh Yede Umanuto Shel Kadosh Baruch Hu. It's the creation of a Kadosh Baruch Hu himself. So Hashem made the Shitim. <coughs> Let's catch up in the Nashis now. Shitim. Halal Shetahat Hamizbeach Keneged Makom Hanesachim. Hamukeh Setre. Lishon Hamak Abad. Mistad Benechsa Mimeni. Beken Admatai Tit Hamakim. Yerechayich is the thigh, but Yerechayich is referring to the, the leg, or the, the, the bottom part of the Mizbeah. That's where the water and the wine goes down, ultimately into the Shittim. Right, so Ma'lok did David Amelik actually dig them out? If you hold like that, then it's man made. And this Kimara is holding that no, it was not man made. These things were natural from Akadosh Baruch Hu, Meshit Shitimim Asabirishit. Tana the Bidibish Ma'il. 
This is the time that we doresh uh, the word Bereshit, So now we have another derash of the Bereshit. What does it say, the word Bereshit, the first word in the Torah? Al Bereshit, Barashit. Shit, Malashon Shitin. That Akadosh Baruch Hu is Barashit. That he created the Shitin. Tanya, Rabbi Yosef Omer, Shitin, Mecholalin, they're hollow. Beyordin, Adatehom. And they go all the way down to the Tehom, which is the bottom, the bottom of the earth. Shneemar, the story in Yeshaya. Ashirana lididi. I'm telling a, a story or a song, lididi, for my uh, beloved one. Shirat dodi necharmo, regarding his vineyard. Kerem lididi bekeren ben shamen. My friend, my beloved one. He had a kerem. Kerem is a vineyard. And the bekerem ben chamin, a certain spot over there, very, very fertile, very, uh, uh, <coughs> you know, big, uh, big fruits over there. By azekehu, so he put a fence around it. By sakelehu, he got rid of the rocks. sorek, and he planted in that fertile ground vineyards. Ve'iben migdal betucho, and then he built like a fortress. In order to protect them, begam yekev hasebo, and what uh, he wanted to make uh, grapes, and what did, what ended up happening? They became uh, spoiled. It didn't uh, it didn't work. What's uh, what's happening in this prophecy over here? Bnei Israel are considered to the kerem, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu is considered the owner of the kerem. The Navi Yeshaya is coming to say. Regarding Am Yisrael, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave them a lot of things, a lot of hashpa'a, a lot of beracha. Why? So they could study Torah and mitzvot. Instead, what did they do with all the blessings? Instead of producing nice grapes, they became spoiled. So now what happens? So it says that he planted a sorek, the vineyard. What's the Migdal in the Beit HaMikdash? Zeh Mizbeah. Vegam Yakev Hasebo. That in the Migdal there's a Yakev, there's a vineyard. Elu Ashitin. That's referring to the Shitin, which is a hollow uh, uh, pipe that is in the Mizbeah. It goes all the way down to the Tehom. Now let's catch up in Nashi. Right, which means God should have rebuked, but the prophet says, I'm going to rebuke in the name of God. <coughs> regarding his vineyard. Keren is the corner. Ben Shaman, very fertile. It is Shemena. So he fenced the field. He got all the rocks, that's the Goyim, all the enemies. They could sit in peace. You have Beracha, you have you have a lot of money. So what? Just open the books and learn. Right, 
He built the Beit HaMikdash, God showing the love that he has, Bnei Yisrael as well. But what happened? Oh, so the Mizbeah is like a fortress. Uh, so what's a Yekev? Yekev is like a pit. A deep pit where they put the wine in. So in the Migdal, in the Mizbeh, they built like a hollow uh, pit. <coughs> okay. Gabbala comes along and says, Tanya. Tanya the Bir Bishma'il, we saw that. Okay, so Gabbala says, Tanya, Amar Bil Azar, Bat Sadok. Now, this is a different opinion. Don't get confused. The big mahlokit is the lul, you know, something that goes under the Mizbeah, to the Tehom, or is it a different area, the Shitin? So now we're going to have a different shita arguing on what we just learned. Tanya, Amar bin Azar, Bar Tzadok, Lul Katan. Lul Katan is like a small uh, area, small uh, space, exactly. Hayab bin Kibish le Mizbeah bin Ma'aravo. The Kibish, it went up the south side of the Mizbeah. Now, it reaches the Mizbeah, but not flush with the Mizbeah. So there's a little gap. <clears throat> between the Kevish, uh, Amma, between the Kevish and the Mizbeah. And that, that gap on the western side, so you had over there like a uh, little uh, area, a uh, storage place. The Mizbeah b'Maravo, Shil Kevish. And what happened? That's where the wine would go. The wine would go into that little crevice on the side, not underneath the ground, not like it says in the last Shita. They all know the Shitin was the spot over here. On the side of it, they won't just keep on going in that, in that spot. Once every seven days, I'd clean it out. So, the young Kwanim, they would send them down into that little spot over there, because they get fit. All the wine already congealed. So it says, like dried figs. And they would pull it out from that spot. Uba'in, what do they do with it? Vesurfin oto bikdusha. Interesting. They have to treat it like it's Kodesh. So therefore they have to burn it. And we'll see exactly why. Shinaimar, Bakodesh Hasikh Nesikh Shekhar Lashem. So we see what? That it's considered Kodesh, this Nesikh Shekhar, this Yain that they poured on the Mizbayah. Let's catch up in the Rashiz over here. Lul. Maruba <coughs> is like a, a space, a treasure that's from top to bottom. <laughs> okay, about that little construction now. The kebish is 32 ama. 32 ama wide, that's correct. Okay, it, has, it has an incline, obviously. So the incline, the grade, is 9 ama. Was nine amma up, which is the mizbeah, which is ten amma. So they must have reached the top of the mizbeah. That's right. It wouldn't reach the top, so it wasn't flush like we said. There was a little airspace in between the top of the kevish and the mizbeah. Right. The queen could not just put it on the mizbeah. There was a gap, so you had to toss it onto the Mizbeah, the blood and meat. Okay, 
הלמטה, אוויר יש בין כבש למזבח, ואותו אוויר קרוי בין כבש למזבח. ואותו אוויר קרוי בין כבש למזבח. באותו אביד, that's the אביד that's called between the כבש and the מזבח. And there was a lul in that airspace. Okay, now we get to, now we get to the width of the Mr. Kevish, sixteen amma wide. So when we said when we, so we back again. When we said thirty-two amma, thirty-two is the so not the width, my friend. It's thirty-two long. When you walk up, the Quran has to walk 32 amma up. The grade is 9 amma. I Meaning it'll take you to 9 amma in 32 uh, amma. The, the width of the is 16, so 16 by 32. Vante? Good. So it's like a box, and there's four mechitzot until all the way to the ground. Okay, so very simple. So it's nothing to do with cheating anymore. There's marble on the on the bottom over there. It's machloket, exactly where this wine went. Something something so basic like this. Some say it went into this little holding area that was really very high, thirty-two amma. That's where you're up. So it's it's nine amma high. So it's uh, uh, it's about twenty feet from the top to the bottom. So therefore, and it was uh, uh, filled with uh, wine from all the nisachim that was done over the 70 years. Yeah. That's it. That was the spot where the wine ended up. Uh, very good. He doesn't know the shikin to eat the home business that we learned till now. <coughs> okay, so you have a machloket of exactly what the shikin was. I guess because they could fit. They're in this little space over there. We're going to put you can't put a giant coin down there. So I put a little coin down there. Well, it's interesting. So it took seven years to fill it up. Right. So you're saying it's Kodesh. Uh, so you see what? So therefore, just like the Asikh is Kodesh, so to the after the Nisuk also it's going to be considered Kodesh. Obviously, the Nisuk is done on the Mizbayah. The Nisuk is done by Makom Kadosh. So to the Serefa also has to be done by Kedusha. All you're learning over here is is that the Serefa has to be in a place of Kedushah, just like the Nisuch is done in a place of Kedushah. We're not bringing it, you have to clean out the place, the maintenance of it. Maintenance, you have to clean it out. Pashut, we leave it there and it's going to get clogged up. So therefore, we're just bringing you an ayah that you have to burn it in a holy place. Me'em mashma, 
How do we know? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. The Gemara is going to discuss all the status. Is it mutar bana or not? Ne'em mashma. So how do you know over here that we're talking about burning it? It didn't say anything about burning it over here. All the Pasuk said was, Hasech nesech shechad Hashem. Who told you to burn anything? So the Gemara says, Amar Avina, At Yakodesh Kodesh, We have a Gezer HaShavah. Ketiv HaKa by the Nisuch, Bakodesh Hasech Nesech. Uktiv HaTam by Notab. That's by Kadashim that remained over after the time of Achilah. V'saravtata notar ba'esh lo ya'achet ki kodeshu. So then we have a gizrat shavah. What do you do with the leftover of the korbanot? You burn it. So what do you do with the leftover of the nesachim? <coughs> you burn it. So the Gebarah comes along and says, just read that. Ati me'em ashma'a. ברינוסרפה, you got to remove it. Once already you're proving me that it's a mitzvah l'srof, so obviously it's a mitzvah hagami soref, unless you get it out. So therefore it's coming to tell you <coughs> two things. Keman azla haditnan. We have a bright, uh, uh, mishnah actually. Uh, we learned in me'ilah. Nesachim, whether it's in the chim of mayim or yayin, but which means when they were mukdash, until actually the nisuch, mu'alim bahim. They are subject to me'ilah. They call this me'ilah means if you use it for your personal use, hayab. Yardu la shitin. Once they go down into the shitin, in mu'alim ma'im. No more me'ilah. Now, why is it no more me'ilah? Maybe because. <laughs> so, Yabra says, Lema, let us say, Rabbi al Azar bar Sadoki. Because you have to give me a case where it's subject to be me'ilah. It's, it's going to be still existing. According to the banan, it's under the tehom. Where are you getting it? What's it in Me'ilah? You're going to go down to the abyss? It's down in the tehom. So therefore, the only place where you can even discuss if there's Me'ilah or not is the shita of Be'azar. Why? So you're not sending Kwanim down to the tehom. So therefore, this whole subject, the Mishnah and Me'ilah, that analyzed the Me'ilah status, <coughs> of this Nesachim uh, sounds like it's going specifically like the B El Azabri Bitzadok. The says no. Afilu Tema Rabbanan. What? How can we go like Rabbanan? Bid the Iklat. We're talking about where they caught it. <coughs> that means they poured it on the Mizbayah. And as it was going down the Shitin, guy caught it. He did it. So that's the question. Is the me'ilah or not? not? Is that me'ilah or not? If they caught it and then they used it for its personal, personal use. The point is, how can he get it from the tehom? He caught it before he went to the tehom. And now we're asking, is the me'ilah or not? Aren't we asking the <coughs> me'ilah on that or on the wine and on the water after they poured it on the way down? The whole thing we're trying to prove is, it, does it go all the way down to Tehom, or is it... We're just trying to prove, we're asking a question. This Mishnah that says, Nesachin b'tchilam mo'alim bahem, 
ירדו לשיטין, אין מועלים להם. Nothing to do with, with, uh, with, with, with this סוגיה, it's just giving you a law in נסכים לגבי מעילה. So we want to know whose opinion is that. So it must be the opinion of Rabbi Al-Azhar. After all, there is, there is something after you make the nisuch. And if I could question, that something is it subject to Meila. According to the banan, there's nothing left. No, even according to the banan, there's something left. In the case. What's the case? We caught it. Ika the Amri, they go the other way. Let's go the other way. Maybe we'll say that it's Dafka the Rabbanam, and the Gemara assumes immediately that you caught it, and therefore it's subject to Me'ila. Which means the Chaura, uh, doesn't he say you need to burn it? And why would you have to burn it? Obviously, because it still has Kedushah. So therefore, the Mishnah cannot be the Bil Azar. Because the Mishnah says over there, after you pour it down the Mizbeah, there's no Me'ila. What do you mean there's no Me'ila? There must be Me'ila according to the Bil Azar. Because the Bil Azar said, after seven years, what did they do with all the leftovers? They burnt it. Why? Because they treated it as Kodesh. So if it's Kodesh, it should be subject to Me'ila. So this Ikad Amri says, the Mishnah is Dafka going like the Banan, and not the Bil Azar. The Gemara says, no. אפילו תמר אביל עזר אין לך דבר שנעשה מצוותו מועלים בו We have a rule that any time the מצווה is done there's no more מעילה So it can't be that you're, you're subject to מעילה You did the מצווה of נסוך done, the מצווה is done רבי עזר is not arguing on that concept So then the question is going to be So what do you have to burn it for? That's the question No, it's definitely a מצווה The question is if it's not subject to me'ilah because the mitzvah is done, why are you burning it? So let's read Rashi over here. <coughs> let's start from the beginning. Let's start from Keman Itzarich Lemitni. Third line down. Keman Itzarich Lemitni En Mu'alim. That's the Ava Amina. To say it's going like Rabbi Lazar, I could take out this congealed stuff, and therefore the Hadushis, the congealed stuff, is not considered subject to me'ilah. The no. Right. No, it's like the banana. You stuck a keli by the shitin and you caught the, uh, you caught the wine on the way down. But didn't he tell me that you have to burn it? So the Bil Azaz, the Chaura should be, yes, subject to Me'ilah. And therefore, he cannot be going like that Mishnah and Me'ila, because the Mishnah said, after you pour it down, there's no Me'ila. Can't be the Bilazar. For the Bilazar, it sounds like, in fact, you have to burn it. It sounds like it still has Kedushah. Obviously, the Nisuch is the main Mitzvah. So we're back to the question then. Even though you didn't burn it yet, the Mitzvah is done. So then what do you have to burn it for? If there's, once the mitzvah is done, it's finished. So all the mefarshim asked this question. And the, there is a mitzvah right after to be so forth. That's why this could be seen like that. That's the Havah. Unless I tell you we have to take it after and be so rare, so there is a mitzvah after the putting it in the shitim, that's the Havah. I mean, why I would say that could be a man. But she's saying it's not done yet because there's a mitzvah right after. 
I'm not asking on the hand, I mean, I'm asking after the Gemara's maskana. Ah. So why are you burning it? At the end of the day. At the end of the day, talk more. Why you, at the end of the day, now why are you burning it? No. That's the question. At the end of the day, why are you burning it? There's a Muzbah. There's a Serifah. What can I do? That's your answer. What can I do? Okay. Not a talking for what can you do. David, what's your question? question? David, that's the question. Yeah, well, we have, what, don't, we have, don't we have when, if the, the parts that fell off the Muzbah that popped off at yes. the time, we have to put that on? Yes. If that belongs, that's, that, that's the Muzbah, to burn them. But didn't, weren't those korbanot left over that were done? No, so but you have a mitzvah to burn the bones the whole night. That's the mitzvah. That's okay. a mitzvah. Right, she's language. She throws the word ikad. Sounds like she's saying clearly that the serifah is also a mitzvah. She's not the ikad. But once the ikad mitzvah is done, then there's no more meilah, but you still have a mitzvah to finish it off. Afal pi shehayayin ta'un mitzvah serifah v'asur ba'na'am in Torah so you have to say that the Ikara Mitzvah left to take you out of Deen Me'ilah. But there's still something there that you have to deal with from the Nisuch. You can't just throw it away. So therefore you have to make Sirifah. Very good diyuk in Shittat Rashi. Amar Lakish, Bizman Shemenasichim Yayin Al Gabea Mizbeach Pokekin Ashitin. So at the time that they would pour the wine on the Mizbeah, on the top of the Mizbeah, Pokekin etashitin. What does that mean over there? Pokekin etashitin et nekeb shebelosh ha-Mizbeah, shanesachim yordim bo lashitin, sheyerae hayayin alav kegaron male v'sabeah. Mike, you plug it. So when you pour the wine, what happens? It starts to come up. So the people see the wine, so they're pouring it down somebody's throat, and you see it bubbling. On top. What do you see? They have to be pokek the nekeb in order that it looks like the Mizbeah is drinking the wine in a full manner. And therefore, you see the wine uh, filling up, you know. As, as, the, as, it's, as it's going down the pipe. Amar papa shma' mina ki sava inish hamra megirone saba. Interesting, though, the satiation that a person has from the wine comes when he fills up his, uh, his throat, and fills up his, uh, his garon. That means yain is masbia, like we said. But that's when he, when he drinks a full, uh, full throat worth over there, by, by drinking a lot. I guess not like the way they drink today, where they just take little sips. But I was saying over here that in the olden days, where they didn't know how to drink wine, they would fill the garon up. They would take big, big gulps over there. Uh, as opposed to eating, uh, eating is for the, the miluya keres. That's to fill your stomach up. Wine, dana, is to fill your, your throat up. Okay? Interesting way of uh, 
drinking wine. That's she. Shechar, Lishon, Shechrut, Vesimcha, Menesicha. Beautiful. All those, the Shalom. The Again, she says here, Lashon Shechlut, that's obvious, right? What else it said? Simcha on Sicha. But a papa, the Gemara says, Shechah, Lashon Shechia, Lashon Sibia, Lashon Shechlut. So it could be Sibia means Simcha. Sibia doesn't mean satiated. Sibia means content. Shechia means Sicha. Sicha. It is what's with the person and what's with the Mizbeah? Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, and for the Mizbeah too, it has to look like it's happening to a person. No, it says Rashi has a different version of the text. Oh, okay. Megidone Sabah. Again, I, I, I think I answered it. No, I don't, I'm no, no, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. I don't retract. Well, I like what you're saying. But I, I, I think that you could say Sibi'ah. It means to be content. It's content. It's Sabah. It's content. Therefore, that's, uh, that's not what's the It's a drink. It's a drink. Is he giving you a... Megidone Sabah. Al yedeh sheshotehu belegimot gasot vigaron maleh Right, which means it's not the pshat that you're filling up your stomach with wine. That's where the, the sevi'ah comes from. Uh, that's not coming from there. Because then you could just drink even sips. And just drink a lot and eventually you fill up your stomach like food. Meshi'enken, the wine, it comes from filling up the, the garon. Amazing, interesting, interesting way of drinking wine. Okay. Uh, so the Gemara comes along and says, Amar, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm just going back. Um, you see, from this Rashi, it's Mashra that, that she indeed had a different Girsa. Because here that she's learning Sivi'ah, not like I explained to you, content. Here that she's learning Sivi'ah means satiated. So therefore, somehow would not fit into my interpretation. For the sake of uh, intellectual honesty. Therefore, uh, it makes more sense to say that yes, there was a different girsa in Rashi. Amar Rav Papa, we saw that, Amar Rava, Tzurma medrabanan delo nefisha lehamra ligma gemu'e. That a tamid hakam that doesn't have... Uh, a lot of wine, uh, let him take uh, big gulps. Why? So at least he'll get satiated from it. Because if he's going to sip it, he's not going to get satiated. The way you get satiated from wine is big gulps. So if you only have a little, uh, don't waste it. You're going to just take sips of it, you're going to still be hungry. So you might as well just take one big gulp, whatever it is, and at least you'll get some out, something out of it. Right. And the Gemara says, Rava akasa de Agma gemu'e, that on the koshil beracha, uh, he would take uh, big gulps of sevi'ah because of hibub mitzvah. Okay. Now we get to some derashot. Darash rava. May dikhtiv. This is pasuk chirashinim. Ma yafu pe'amayich bane'alim bat nadiv. Ma yafu pe'amotehem. That's the footsteps. Shal Yisrael. At the time that they used to go up to the pilgrimage in Yerushalayim under the Galim. Bat Nadiv, the Jewish people are considered Bat Nadiv, the daughter of the Nadiv. Who's the Nadiv? 
ביתו של אברהם אבינו שנקרא נדיב, שנאמר, as it says, נדיבי עמים נאספו עם אלוהי אברהם. Those are the converts that he converted. So they're נדיבים, they came willingly. So therefore he's called the one that brought the נדיבים, the one that brought the converts. אלוהי אברהם ולא אלוהי יצחק ואלוהי יעקב. Why does it only say, I'm Elohei Abraham, the Jewish people are the Elohei Abraham, it's like Yaakov. Ela, the Pasuk is referring to Nidibi Amim, that what? That this is referring to also that uh, they're going to come uh, in the times of Mashiach. There's going to be a lot of converts that are going to ultimately join the ranks of Judaism, just like they did in the times of Avram Abinu. As it says, Elohei Abraham, Shayat Gedim. <clears throat> because Abraham was the first one to be there. He was the first Ger, Abraham. He was the one that was mitnadevli bo to, to come to Hashem on his own right. Of course, Yitzhak learned it from his father already. Yaakov learned from his father. So therefore, Abraham. Abraham is the first. So therefore, it's going to happen that what? That we're referred to as Am uh, Elohe Abraham. Let's catch up in the Sheen now. Right. Ba'ne'alayim, meaning like we said, we go up at the feet. Good. Why bat? Why we consider the daughter of that son? No, Kines Israel is considered a female. Hashem is the male, and we consider the female. Bat, bat, Nadiv. We consider the Kines Israel is like a kala. Tana debe Rav Anan Hamuke Yerechai. We were going back to that pasuk we learned earlier in Shira Shirim. The Torah in this pasuk is being referred to something that is hidden. Which means you have to learn Torah in a private place. You don't learn Torah in the middle of the public uh, square. You teach Torah in a private place. What does Hashem want from me, the Prophet Micha said? Number one, Asot Mishpat. What's Mishpat? Zu Adin. Like we're learning in Sefer Ainuk. All the mitzvah of the Dayanim and the judges and the courts. Vavat Chesed. God also wants from us Chesed. What does that mean? Zu Gimilut Hasadim. What does Hashem want from us also? Hashem wants us to walk with him in a modest way. Which is an amazing thing. That even at the time of Otsa'at Hamet, it has to be done. Which means what? That even at a time of a Levaya, there still has to be a certain inyan of modesty. Not to uh, uh, be uh, to stand out. Sometimes the alin or person at the funeral will scream out and yell out and make a spectacle. That's not You have to control yourself. Even at that place over there, the person is obligated not to act in a uh, way that he stands out or she stands out. It's supposed to make people cry. And they, no? I didn't say they shouldn't cry. I said stand out. There's some people that make a spectacle. You're not supposed to make a spectacle. Crying, of course you cry. I didn't say you shouldn't cry. 
I'm making a point over here. There's a difference between crying and everybody turning around and making a, making a, a, the scene. Don't make a scene. At the time, the Torah is telling you, at the time of what Satan met, there has to be a Yan of Sinut as well. Also, when they bring in the Kalan, also, you know, it's a time of joy, and everybody's making uh, noise and happiness. But again, the person should not be the spectacle and stand out, even in these cases. And these are normal cases where there is public display. So we're saying even in cases of public display, you have to control your urge to want to stand out. Kavahomen and things that are naturally modest, so certainly you have to keep them in a modest way. Like Kivura and Hatunot, Amra Torah, Tznei Alechet. The person should still be low-key in his ways. Like what? Giving Sedakan, things like that. Allahat Kama, the Kama, that a person has to keep them Bissena. Let's catch up in the Rashi's now. Ah, <laughs> Right. Uh, so that's how we know about Sneha Lechet. Hajjah Lechet is referring to Hatan Bekala and Bet Evel. Because the Pasuk says in Kohelet, Tov la Lechet, El Bet Evel, Melechet, El Bet Mishte. So Lechet, you see, is those two items. When, when Micha said Vatsnei Alechet is referring at these two events. Right. You see, Lisod B'midana'a, that's at the Levaya. Lisod B'midana'a, you walk at the normal thing, everybody else is walking, you don't do anything. Uh, and, not, and also, the normal way of dancing, the normal way of uh, not... Uh, I don't go boasting say, hey, you know, paid for this funeral, I paid for this funeral, it was on me. That's not like it, you paid for the funeral because I, well, you made a wedding. You don't go along and say, hey, what do you think of it? I took care of it, I, I, I paid for it. Okay, that's the other thing. You paid for the wedding, it's like Baruch. You keep it, keep it on your hat. You have to make a noise for it. Right, Sedaka by nature is given by Sete. Right, these other things will get out. They know who paid for things away. Wedding, there's, there's people involved. The hatan, the, 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 the kala, the families, the, the people that are getting paid. So then it's hard to keep it, and still you have to try to keep it as much as Bissan'ah, even though it's difficult. Yeah, Ani is one and one. Right, now we go back to our point. But what do you mean when it comes to the Torah? The Torah has to be studied Bissan'ah. Amar Rabbi El Azar, 
גדול העושה סדקה יותר מכל הקורבנות, אוקיי? גיבינג סדקה, זה אינטרסטינג, זה לא אומר, כל העושה סדקה, שנאמר עשור סדקה ומשפט, נבחר להשם מזבח. That means it's greater the tzedakah than the zebah, the korbanot, which hatat, asham, olash, lamim, that's all zebahim. That's greater to God, the ben adam l'chavero, that is helping his friend with the tzedakah, than bringing all the korbanot. V'amar abir azal, gedola gimut hasadim, yotem in a tzedakah. When a person does gimut hasadim with his body, chesed to his friend, that's greater than giving him tzedakah. שנאמר, זרעו לכם לסדקה. סדקה היא פלנט. So it's like planting seeds in the ground. וגיבלו חסדים, what does it say? וקיצרו לפי חסד. Now obviously, קצירה, the reaping is greater than what you plant. Why? אם אדם זורע, ספק אוכל, ספק אינו אוכל. When you plant, you don't know if it's going to grow or not. So you don't know if you're going to eat or not. However, אדם קוצר, ודאי אוכל. That when you reap, for sure you're eating. By that time already, the fruit has grown. אמר בלעזר, זה נקס ליין, אין צדקה משתלמת אלא לפי החסד שבא. זה אומר, זה לא רק את הצדקה, זה החסד בדרך שהתרחה והאגניה שהאנשים עברו כדי להנפיק את העני. זה לא רק הצדקה של הצדקה. שנאמר, זרעו לכם צדקה, אבל בקיצרו לפי... which means the ma'asis daka, okay, that's the first part, that's the zri'ah. Of course, you, you benefit from it. However, kutsrim, the sakhah that you're going to get in shamayim, is what? According to the, the chesed that was done into the sedakah. Maybe it's the inyan of the, <coughs> the analysis that he does before he gives the sedakah to look at the ani's needs and to make sure that uh, Give he gives him kind words when he gives it to him. And he makes sure he gives it to him in the appropriate time, when he can use it, and so on and so forth. So all those extra hasadim that go into the sedaka'ah, and he gives it to him in private, like you said, where he doesn't embarrass him. So read the she here. Right. It's easy. You got to check. That's the sedaka'ah. Zero. You brought it to his house. Uh, you can tell the guy, come pick it up. He made it high. He went to the guy. Okay, that's a, that's a good thing. Right. right, he could have given him uh, raw bread or gave him money. He gave him cooked bread. He, he went the extra mile to make it a little easier for the guy. Sure, you give it to him when, 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 when the market, when the sale is, exactly. You give it to him uh, at the right time. Like we said many times, when the people give their old clothes. When do they give the old clothes today? They give the winter clothes in the summer, and the summer clothes in the winter. So what kind of chesed is that? 
Yeah, you get, you get, but in Haisit po. What happens? After you finish the winter, you close it, you give it to them, you give it to the Ani. Ani's going to wear a, a down jacket in the summer. He needs summer clothes now. So the Ani said, I need summer clothes. You'll get my summer clothes in the winter. Don't worry. After, after the summer's over, I'll give you, I'll give you my bathing suits in the winter. So therefore, where's the Haisit? You gave him something, but he cannot benefit. He cannot wear it at the time that you're giving it to him. So therefore, the Gemara is saying that the Zinyan, that when you're giving to, you know, there's a way of giving. <laughs> That's the key. Which means you really take the Ani's consideration to heart. You know, what does he need? Does he really need it? And so on and so forth. Sometimes you give a guy something, you're not giving it to give it to him. You want to get rid of it. Oh, take it. You got rid of it. It's like a garage sale. You got rid of your junk and you gave it to the next guy. You're not giving it to his benefit. If you really give it to his benefit, you can give him, uh, give him something proper. Before the dark This is a difference. Nibobe Dato is uh, his heart and his uh, analysis. The heart kind of gives it Be'ahava and his concern. And his concern. Like it says in the Pasukatini, Mashlem Maskil Ilda, Maskil Mashon Sechel. You have to give Sedakah with Sechel. And what? Nibobe is with the emotion, with, with the proper with the feeling. Like Johnny said, you have to give it to him, uh, you know, Be'ahava, not as a grunt, grumpy uh, giving or, you know, where the guy says he really doesn't want to give it, he's not giving it wholeheartedly, like we said. Billy Boy gives it, you know, heartfelt tzedakah. Uh, 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 so it says in the Braita, Bishlosha Devarim, Gedola Gimilut Chasadim Yoter Mina Tzedakah. Okay? In, in, in three ways, that doing chesed with your body is actually greater than giving just tzedakah. Tzedakah Bimamono. <clears throat> right, so the car is only with money. Gimilut chasadim ben begufo ben memamono. Right, person when he does uh, chesed, for example, uh, he, uh, he makes a hesped or he carries the coffin. That has nothing to do with money, but that's already done. Begufo mesemehatam mekala, or let's say escorts his friend on the road. Now ben memamono, you can give your friend a loan, or you can borrow, lend him uh, your vessels. So all these things over here are included in not gimut hasadim, not tzedakah. <clears throat> but you see, there's more options when it comes to gimut hasadim than it comes to tzedakah. Tzedakah you can do ben begufo, ben memamono. Mashiach tzedakah you can only do memamono. Now, tzedakah la'aniim, gimut hasadim ben aniim ben ashirim. Tzedakah is to the poor people. But the gimut hasadim that I mentioned just earlier can apply even to rich people. Rich people die. They need his spirit to carry them. The bayah, they need loans for business. That's not tzedakah, but that's a chesed. So therefore you see that it applies to rich and poor alike. And tzedakah l'chayim, kimilut hasadim, ben l'chayim, ben l'metim. Tzedakah is to the living. However, kimilut hasadim applies even to the deceased, as we just said. For example, his spirit and uh, the bayah, in these type of mitzvot. That's <laughs> So he does charity and mishpat. Ki ilu mile kol ha'olam kulo chesed. 
It's like what? He filled the world up with chesed. Sheneemar, ohev, sedaka, umishpat, chesed Hashem, alea ha'ares. Shemetomar, kol abadik pots, kofets. person might come along and say that what? Anybody that wants to uh, have this zechut over here. And therefore, it'll be easy that the minashamayim will have this uh, merit over here. Uh, that what? Not always, if a person wants to do tzedakah, does he necessarily find the right people to give the tzedakah to? Let's say a person says, you know what? I like this Gemara, I'm going to start giving tzedakah. I don't think you're going to have a zechut. It's not automatic that Hashem is going to provide for you the right charities where you can fulfill this. Tavud Omar, Ma Yakar Hastecha Elohim. Which means it's yakar. Yakar means it's, it's precious to do the real chesed. And you need a zechut Baruch Hu that he sends you to the right tzedakot in order that he can have the right benefit. Yachol af ken. Which means you think that if a person has yirat shamayim, he's not going to get it easy? No. If he has yirat shamayim, but will make sure that his money goes to the right so if you have it at Shemaim, you could uh, bank on it that Hashem will make sure that you're introduced to the right people, that your tzedakot end up in the right place. But uh, otherwise, it's not for granted just because you want to do good, that necessarily you can have the zechut to do good. Rashi. Shema. So he's telling you, you need to do your due diligence also. You have to be Torah, you have to ask. And I just said, okay, first guy comes, okay, looks good, he shows you a paper, okay, he shows you a couple of pictures, bingo, that's it, must be the guy. <laughs> they didn't do your due diligence. If you want to really get the zikhut of helping the right people, so you have to, you have to ask around. You have to analyze. Do you know? Do you, did you hear? And so on and so forth. Otherwise, you can get Hasbe uh, Shalom. This is an old story. The Gemara is telling you from then. There's Anashim Shemuhuganim and Anashim Shemuhuganim. Amar bihamah bar papa. Kol adam shiyesh alav hen. If a person has a hen, has a hen, a charm or a grace, biyadu ashu yireh shamayim. Ready, you know, ready. You must have fear of God. Shneimar vechesed Hashem meolam vaadolam al yireav. That we know that the the glory or the, the charm that Hashem gives is where on the people that have yirat shemaim. Ve'amar bi el azar may dichtiv piha patecha bechokma v'torat chesed al eshona v'chi yesh torah shel chesed v'yesh torah she'ena shel chesed. What does it mean torat chesed? There's a Torah. There's a Torah of Chesed. There's a Torah of Nara of Chesed. So he says, yes. Ela Torah lishma zui Torah shel Chesed. Shelo lishma zui Torah she'ena shel Chesed. Interesting. That a Torah that studied l'shem shamayim, that's called Torah Chesed. But if it does not study l'shma, then it's not called Torah shel Chesed. So what does this mean over here? So he says over here from the Maharsha or from the Iyayam, that chesed is explained on something that you're not anticipating reward. So therefore, if you're learning lishma, I'm not lishma, I don't want anything for it. That's Torah chesed. But she ken, the Torah that you're anticipating reward, it's shelo lishma, it's Torah. Okay, I'm going to Torah shel chesed. Have Rashi? Not yet.
איכא דאמרי תורה ללמדה, זוהי תורה של חסד. שלא ללמדה, זוהי תורה שאינה של חסד. Beautiful. If you're studying Torah with the intention to teach it over, so now your Torah is chesed, because you want to share the wealth. Mashiach and the selfish Torah that you're just studying for yourself, it's Torah, but it's not called Torah shel chesed. And that's why it makes sense, because it says, v'torat chesed, al-lishona. Al-lishona meaning on the tongue, on the tongue in order to teach it to others. <clears throat> that's the Maharsha says. Okay. Let's see. I think we're good. Amen.